Hey, this is uh, episode eight. Hey, y'all. Okay, I'm going to All right, y'all. Welcome to uh, episode eight of Comedy Talk. Right here in the green room of Chuckles Comedy House. We got a uh, special guest for this uh, podcast. We got my boy, none other than uh, comedian Greg Henderson. What's up? What's up? Man? What's up with your bros? Yeah, I'm trying to make it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, welcome to uh, Comedy Talk, man. Hey, hey, hey. The Blood Green Room. Bloods and Rampage, man. Uh, what we, we start off with? Uh, tell everybody where you're from. You're originally from uh, uh, Meridian, Mississippi, right? Meridian, Mississippi, man. Uh, couldn't wait to get about that thumb bitch. Moved to uh, Jackson and, uh-huh. and moved up here, man. Where you uh, where you started doing your comedy thing at? Up here. In Memphis? Yeah. Everybody's came. Everybody started in Memphis. Yeah. Where's the comedy club in Jackson? I do know if I do know comedy. Where you started at? Uh, what was the room they had down there that burned? Was it Neil that burned down? The old one they had? Neil's on Madison? Yeah. Yeah, what year that was? Man, gee whiz. When I moved, 2008? 2006. 2006. You started in 2006? I think that when it was. Between 2006 and 2007, something like so that. So you were a year, you got a year uh, before me then. I, I started so. in 07. Yeah. Damn, for real? So we both been in this gym about eight, about eight years in. Yeah. Well, going, going on now. You been going strong. I, I had, I had. Oh, okay. I, had <laughs> no, I go out there and bum and take about six weeks off, come back, mm-hmm. and then I'll forget my name for a while. Oh, okay. Let, okay. let, let that bum and die down. <laughs> then come back around and try again under a new name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I worked through my bombs. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to keep coming back at that. Yeah. So you started in, uh, you started in 07 at Neil's off uh, yeah. Madison. Who was hosting that gym then? Uh, Samuel doing Samuel still. Samuel hosting it. Yeah. That's after Comedy Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I yeah. moved up here. When I moved up here, Comedy Tennessee closed about a month later. I went out to call the show. Uh, what's his name with the glasses from New York? Cal Groom. Yeah. Yeah. Headline. Okay. Yeah. And I was there that weekend. It was like a Thursday night or something like that. Maybe Friday night. And somehow Doug Stanhope came to had to do a guest set. Uh-huh. He was gonna do about five minutes. Wanted to do about 25. So all the lads out of the room, they left Cal Groom and had the headline. Damn. <laughs> I was just sweating bullets trying to come. I mean, Stan hoped your friends would have been like a hot night through butter. I think I, I was there that weekend. You know, I was there that weekend. Ridiculous, man. <laughs> so you started in 07 at Neil's, and then after that, you did it straight through after that? Yeah. Did it straight through? Yeah. Now, you know what? First time I ever did comedy in a comedy club on a real stage, was probably 06. I drove from Jackson, Mass, Mississippi, all the way to Little Rock mm-hmm. for a comedy competition. At the Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Tennessee didn't even show up on the website and I was trying to find a comedy club. Yeah. Come, can you find a comedy club? I drove right past Memphis, all the way to Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Went up to Little Rock. I said, man, you know what? I've been seeing all these things. Everybody been saying my friend out on stage, man. I did some well. They brought me back and stuff. I said, well, I'm going to try that myself, man. So I drove all the way to Little Rock. First name on the list, bomb like a son bitch. Uh-huh. Uh, Levanta yeah. was the host. Levanta. Shout out to Levanta. And he said, hey man. Uh, That's the dude with the thing. Yeah, the first head. time doing comedy, I said, yeah, it's the biggest last time. I said, God damn. It's <laughs> 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 like that. He said, yeah, you suck. You're horrible, man. Don't do it no more. <laughs> damn. Okay, thank you. <laughs> he told you that? Yeah. <laughs> I would have said likewise. Yeah, I didn't come back no more. No more? No. You took a break? Yeah. Yeah, my first sabbatical. <laughs> who was your uh, who was your inspiration? I know your stories. You got like oh, your comedy man. story. Bill Cosby. I know that's your first. No, that's your first. Really, really, truly, Richard Pryor, man. Richard Pryor. My mom used to have old party records. 
Uh, and she been doing with her friends. I'd be trying to keep through the kills, see what's going on. They in there laughing. I'm like, what are they laughing about? So I tried to put Richard Pryor records on. I couldn't have been more than about eight, you know, seven, eight. Yeah. You know, I'm laughing. On what, on what the hell Richard Pryor talking about? Yeah. I'm laughing because the crowd laughing on the record. <laughs> you know, I don't know nothing the subject matter yet. That, and know. that's what most of the comedy crowds do laugh because they hear other people laugh. They didn't even get the whole gist of the joke. I'm going to school, elementary school, to Richard Pryor do. Oh, for real? Oh, so you one of those comedians there, huh? Yeah. You started at eight. Yeah, tell Richard Pryor jokes. I think I was cursing, everybody else was laughing. You know. You remember one of his jokes? Uh, first one. That I you told when you was eight? Yeah, the first one I remember telling was um, one about Miruda, and that um, the Miruda was the lady over there lived over in Jefferson County that was helping with the little feet. You remember that one? I don't remember that. Miruda, named after that reindeer. <laughs> Uh-huh. She was gonna help him because his friend had him a little tiny feet. Uh-huh. He drove drove him over there, and uh, she, she pitched in the uh, bucket. Yeah. And he was struggling with that monkey's foot, mm-hmm. and he went crazy. Tore everything up over. Oh, for real? Yeah. No, I remember that. Then what album was that on? That nigga must be crazy. That nigga must be crazy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, something I said. One of them. Probably something I said. Something I, said. I heard nigga crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Richard Pryor, who 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 else after that was your Yeah, I had so many, man. I had Richard Pryor. Uh, man, probably ain't heard of Pig Meat Markham. No. Nah. Mom's Mabley. Yeah, I know Mom's Mabley. She was, she was, was she the first uh, African American female? She probably one of probably the biggest at you know. The biggest? Tone, yeah. Yeah. Man, Jerry Cloud. I don't even remember him. That's old school. See, you can tell he's a lot older than I. He naming folks I don't even know who in the head. <laughs> you know, Johnny Taylor, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I grew up on blues. <laughs> <laughs> so they hit you. Uh, so Richard Pryor, that was one of my, that was one of my favorite. Yeah, because uh, he he tell his personal shit and make it fun. Yep. He ain't just got too many made up jokes. He just tell you about shit yep. going on with him. Yep. And revolve. That's easy right there. That was easy for me. I mean, it's easy, but it's the hard part too. I mean, make somebody see your point of view. You know? Yeah. So, you know, anything about you know, I man, you've been doing comedy long enough to know. If you somebody they recognize you get you get a lot of leeway. You they do yeah. come up next is Ambrose Jones. Who the fuck is Ambrose Jones? He been on the Pablo. You gotta really he explain. Been on, he been on BET. Yeah, yeah. I don't know him. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna laugh at him. You gotta explain to them what the hell you talking about now. Yeah. <laughs> get you the get, get you the silent treatment. Yeah. When the headliner coming on, man? <laughs> you know, like damn, dude. You know, give me a break. Let me try to make you laugh tonight. So. So out of all of the uh, comedy states like uh, Chicago, New York, L.A., you glad you started here in Memphis? Oh, yeah. Ain't nothing like this. Why, like why is that? Oh, man, you get this, this is reality. This is comedy reality. I love going somewhere and having good sense and coming back here and people not giving a shit and you go up on, go up on stage. You bring it right back down and keep your ego in check. Yeah. Ain't doing the business right here, man. <laughs> yeah, unless, unless you a name they know, they yeah. don't give a shit about you. Man. Right, right, right. That's why I'm from Chicago. I'm glad I started here because yeah. you can make these, these warehouse motherfuckers laugh. Yeah. yeah, you know, you read it then. You read it. You yeah. can go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit. We done our share. Uh, two for ones and bar and grills and shit. Yeah, yeah. They, they got they got to, they rush you off the floor from doing karaoke and dancing to let the comedians up. They're like, yeah. Nah. Who these motherfuckers on the stage on the floor? We didn't have to stop dancing for that shit. Yeah, nah, what? Yeah. I hate doing it now. Yeah. I don't, you know, open mics. If I want to go to open mic, I want to make sure it's at a real comedy club or a nice little venue. I don't want to yep. go up after yeah. no poets but, or no singers. See, you know. Now, you mean? know, when I first started. And I go over there, Neil. First person to ever approach me, another Neil, and said, "Man, that was funny. What to sell?" 
featured for me in Chicago at Riddle's Comedy Club. Yeah. That was a good weekend. That was a good weekend. As a matter of fact, <laughs> and I did that one, I got a book come back headline in November. <laughs> right, see? And that's the that that's how it's supposed to go. That's how it's supposed to go. That could be my first headline set ever. He in November. Went with me. Energy so good. He went up there and ripped before I got on stage. I went up there and ripped. He get called back to headline. That's the way it's supposed yeah. to go. Who you gonna take a feature? I don't know. Probably nobody. You probably see what he let me do. I'm just you know happy to be headlining. This was my first time headlining. Yeah. And shout out to you for taking me, man. Man, no problem, and man. Let me right here in the camera. All you. Uh, celebrity comedians that dragging these slugs around in your features, <laughs> knowing they ain't funny because your ass don't want to work. Right. Why don't you retire out the damn way? Let somebody else go do some damn work. You, you getting paid thousands of dollars and you bring a slug with you, you know damn well he gonna bomb, but that's what you want. So you can go up there and kill and have a night you don't do no damn work tonight, you lazy some bitch. Get out of the game. If you don't want to work, get out of the damn game. You got a, you got a million young comedy that want to work. Yeah. Your lazy ass that made all this money. You got so many comedians done retired, but still working. They ain't working on new jokes in the last 10 damn years. Yeah. Still making that old money. Won't get out the damn way and bring nobody up with them. You <laughs> bastards. Eight years, I headlined. Took a young comedian with me. Bam, he get booked as a headline for the foot. That's the way it's supposed to go. And if comedians keep that going, yeah. you know, it'll yeah. be a, it'll well, be you, a good you, know, you, you have some comedians that actually do that. Mm. Like, for example, like D-Ray. Every time I say D-Ray, he got somebody new for the shot Shout out to you, man. With him, yeah. You know, make a move. DC Curl, the Crawford, the biggest he is always, yeah. you know. But you got some people just lazy and don't want to work, and they bring that same old garbage, time after time, knowing they're going to take a slight L in front of them so they can yeah. come out looking like a damn superstar. Mm -hmm. Alright, I think we uh, we couldn't close. Let everybody know your uh, social media uh, info where they can contact you at and uh, what gigs you got coming up. Besides headlining at Riddles Comedy Club in Alice, Illinois in November. What's the date? November what? Uh, 11 and 12. November 11 and 12. 12. Two yeah. shows both days? Yep. Right. That boy got a goddamn headline. I figured you would. Cause you, real, you did real good. <laughs> uh, man, what? Uh, just Greg Henderson on Facebook, uh, Real Unknown Comic on Twitter and Instagram. Mm -hmm. I got coming up. Next week, I'm going to uh, Colorado Springs doing Loonies. Uh, Colorado Springs? Colorado, yeah. yeah. Where AC from? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, got that. Uh, just got uh, started on for the end of the month. That should be fun again. That's always fun. Mm -hmm. Never had a bad time there. Uh, what else I got? Uh, Greenville, Greensboro, something else. Can't think of it, but I know. Got those coming. Just tell them. Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Uh, you got a website? No. He ain't got no website. Yeah. Just look on uh, Facebook, Greg Henderson. Yeah. <laughs> He'll post the dates up on there. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get out of here, uh, what advice, you know, you've been in the game eight years, what advice would you give uh, any young comedian that's out there and, and you know, want to wanna progress in this bid? What advice would you give them now to help them progress in, in the future? Uh, do universal jokes. Don't do jokes just for one side. You know, don't do jokes just for black. Do jokes just for white. Do something, everybody. You can you can work everywhere. Bang. A black comedian now can work everywhere, cause black comedians are killing uh, mainstream room. Bang. And you got urban room. Right. You know, so I mean, they, they walk away with all the money. You know, trying to just do one sex, that, that's on you if you want to. Uh, also, when you get a gig, uh, do your role and stay in your lane. They tell you to do 15 minutes. Don't do 20 just cause you ripping. Do 15. 
get out the headline away. He not your friend. Okay? Y'all not probably not gonna be buddies. He might hook you up later down the line, but he don't need you in his face all day when you're doing the gig. And introduce yourself. Hey, I'm your feature. Yada yada. If you wanna talk to you, he'll talk to you. Don't be all in the face like y'all gonna be friends later on. Right. He don't give a damn. He got somewhere to go next week. He booked probably for the next 16 weeks. You probably trying to get another gig in the next 16 weeks. Yeah. Do your damn job. If he tells you to do 15, do 15, get the hell off the stage and get out of the way. <laughs> That's some good advice right there. Good advice. Do universal job. Respect the headline. That's it. Yeah. That's that's good. Yeah, that's, I mean, I get more gigs by being professional, staying out of the way, not causing trouble. Than being funny. Yeah. Than being funny, yeah. right. Everybody, <laughs> everybody funny. What's that bring you from somebody else? Right. When you're there on time, they tell you to be in the club at by 715? When you're there by 715? Mm -hmm. You know, when they're looking for you? You know, it's just... It's small stuff, man. It's all, all about small stuff. I heard that. Time. Greg Henderson. Professionalism. UDMC, the show is not about you. <laughs> Crowd fill you up. You know, take the gigs, you know. You know, if, if you say, I want a feature, and say, oh, we got the MC spot, take the MC spot. Get in the door first. Then go from there. So. I think we got a couple minutes. All right, here in Memphis, do you think comedy is is divided like the white side got their side and then the black black comics do do their thing yeah yeah i think it, I, th I think it is you think it's segregated like that in every state or just here well you think should all comedians the blacks and the whites should work together to make a stronger comedy scene as if you know everybody you know doing their own thing everybody should work together but it's it's not it's not one size fault. It's just the opposites, and they just you know doing their thing. I mean, okay, here we are, at Chuckles Urban Comedy Club. That could be like a win tonight, where you could do something else and try to bring in a more diverse crowd. You know, right. there are different things that you can do. But my, you know, there's a lot of divisions in, in comedy. But one of the big divisions is some some. Sides think they had the comedy keys, you know, like they all of their comedies wanted to be respected. Everybody had different views, you mm. know. I see comedians, you know, making jokes, or oh, he did a joke about being poor or eating government cheese. Well, every set has jokes that they do, you right. know. You know, every every Jewish comedian got a joke about their mom and dad being cheap. Every Asian comedian do a joke about their mom, you know, being a strict mom and, and doing, you know, right. the Asian divorce and how, how she talks. I feel like if you experienced it, then it's okay to you talk know, about it. You know, it is what it is, but some people like to critique everybody else's comedy. How about you just do, how about just let me do my jokes? I don't need you to critique my jokes. Right. You know, you, you don't even critique my jokes for me. I don't need you telling me what you think comedy is and trying to apply that to me. You're worried about your jokes and do what you're going to do. Right. But some people, some people just have to, you know, say something about what everybody else is doing. Uh-huh. You know, that's part of, you know, the division. You know, you you try to go out and do your thing. Everybody, you know, they make, you know, you go up and they make fun of you after you go up about, about what you did. Well, why you want to go back, you know? That's, that's what y'all, you know, that's what somebody's going to do to you. Mm -hmm. You know, why would you go back to that? So you go back to where you feel comfortable. You know? Right. So we need to get it together on the Memphis comedy scene for us, the yeah. black comedians, white comedians, so we can have a... A stronger yeah. comedy scene here. Yeah. I mean, there's room for everybody. Urban, mainstream, all whatever. There's room Com for everybody. Comedy is universal. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's that. It is, but I think it's. I mean, to me, it's about perspective. Where you are, 
you know, I mean, certain groups, you know, just don't, they're not going to laugh at certain stuff. Right. You know, you got certain groups, you're here in the South, okay? Now, 